welcome to Christian Historical Fiction Talk. I'm your host, author Liz Tolsma. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I'm so glad to have you along because you know if it's happening in the world of Christian historical fiction, we are talking about it right here. And there is so much to talk about right now. This episode is going to be an awful lot of fun. But before we dive into that, let's take care of those housekeeping measures that we always have to take care of at the beginning of each episode. That is, first of all, make sure that you have subscribed to Christian Historical Fiction Talk on your favorite podcasting platform so that you don't miss a single episode. I am working on setting up stuff for upcoming months and guests, and you are going to want to be sure to know when each of these episodes releases so that you don't miss a thing. I'm telling you, we have some really, really good guests coming up, so please make sure that you are subscribed so that you get notified and that you don't miss a thing. That's one thing. The second thing is I'm going to be talking about a lot of books and a lot of authors on this episode. I'm not going to be able to put everybody's information into the show notes, but I will try to put a good number of them into the show notes. So when you're done listening to this episode, make sure that you go over to the website, which is christianhistoricalfiction.buzzsprout.com. And there you can find the show notes, and it'll make it really easy for you to look up some of these books that we're going to talk about today, and also for you to purchase them there. So make a note of that, head over there after you're done listening to the episode. Okay, that's it. Just two things. And now we are ready to get started. I told you last time that I was going to put up a poll on my social media, which I did. And I asked the question of you, my listeners, what is your favorite Christian historical fiction time period to read? And I put the whole gamut down from everything from biblical fiction through Vietnam era. So we covered everything. And I was quite surprised by some of the results. And maybe you will be too. And you can tell me if you agree or disagree, because you can find Christian Historical Fiction Talk on Facebook, on Twitter, and on Instagram. And now I also want to make sure that you know this list is by no means exhaustive. So when I mention some authors or some books that come to my mind when I think about this time period, please don't write me and say, oh, you forgot about so-and-so. Because I didn't do it on purpose. I really, really didn't. And I probably am going to overlook some really good books and some really great authors if I listed everyone who wrote in each one of these time periods. We would be here until next week. And so I have had to limit myself. And these are just what come to my mind when I think about these time periods. And you may have others. And if you do, please head over to the social media and start chatting over there about what are some of the books that maybe I missed and that you thought of that fit each of these time periods. I'm going to go from the one that got the least votes all the way up to the one that got the most votes. And I have to say, I'm very surprised by some of these results. And the first one that surprised me is the one that got the least number of votes, and that's World War I. 
because I was under the impression that World War I was really, really hot right now. And I know some really good authors who are writing a lot of good stuff about World War I. So it shocked me that it did not get more votes than it did. If you have not read World War I and you're looking to expand your horizons, you might want to check out some of these authors. The first one is Terry Wangard. She has written a book called Roll Back the Clouds. It's set during World War I, and it's about the sinking of the Lusitania, which was an American passenger ship that was sunk by the Germans off the coast of Ireland. And it's a really good book. I learned a lot about the Lusitania and a lot about World War I and America's entrance into the war. Very good book, and I would highly recommend it. Another one that I just got notified by NetGalley that I get to get a preview copy of this, and I squealed when I saw that email come through, and that is Beauty Among Ruins by Janelle Shiselsky. This one is going to be releasing early in 2021, but Janelle has also written some other World War I books that you are definitely going to want to check out. She's a terrific author, and I know if you would pick up her books, you would thoroughly enjoy them. I don't know how much we've talked about her on this podcast, but she's on my list to contact for her to come on and chat with us at some point. So hopefully we'll get to talk to her about her new book, and we'll chat more about that book when it does release. So I'm not going to spend a whole lot of time on it, but it looks amazing and I cannot, cannot wait to read it. And another one who writes in the World War I era, so sort of around that in the Edwardian World War I era, is Carrie Taransky. And I love her writing. It's just beautiful. It's so gorgeous. If you loved Downton Abbey, you would love Carrie Taransky's writing. She's had a couple in that time period. One was Across the Blue, which was just outstanding. I can't say enough good about that book. Also, No Ocean Too Wide, which was fabulous. And now releasing very soon is No Journey Too Far, which they all sort of are around in that Edwardian World War I era. So if you have not checked out Carrie Taransky and you love Downton Abbey, you are going to want to be sure to check out her books. They're fabulous. So those are the World War I era authors that I would recommend. Those are the ones that come to my mind when I think about that. Now moving on, this one was added by one of our listeners, and thank you for doing that, and that is Vietnam era. I don't know a whole lot of Vietnam era books that are out there, but I think it's really interesting when I first started writing, it was not considered to be historical. In fact, you just really didn't write anything between World War II and contemporary. That whole era between there, those years between there just sort of were like they didn't exist. Nobody was buying anything post-World War II unless it was contemporary. And now that's changing, and I have seen some of it starting to come out around the Vietnam era, so in the 60s and the early 70s, which is kind of strange when you're starting to read historical books about time periods that you remember. I'm not going to say I remember them well, but I do remember some of that. And one author that I know that does Vietnam era and that time period is Jenny Carey. 
And Jenny does a wonderful job with these books. And I just love them. They're so good and so nostalgic and really heartfelt and beautiful. And so if you love Vietnam era, 60s, 70s books, be sure to check out Jenny Carey's books because they're really good. And I know you're going to enjoy them a lot. Tied with the Vietnam era is Great Depression. I'm seeing more and more Great Depression era books starting to come out. And I think this is a time period that is heating up quite a bit. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's because of the times in which we're living, which are so difficult financially for so many people. But whatever the reason, Great Depression is starting to gain some traction. We've talked on the podcast about Under the Tulip Tree by Michelle Shockley, which is split fiction, and it could fall either into the Great Depression era or into the Civil War era because it takes place during both time periods. But it does incorporate the Great Depression. I think it's really a well-done book. We've talked about it, so I'm not going to spend an awful lot of time on it. But if you're looking for a Great Depression era book, I would highly recommend Under the Tulip Tree by Michelle Shockley. Someone else who has a Great Depression era book coming out is Kathy Golke. And I was able to read this book for endorsement and I just loved it. It takes place just before the beginning of World War II and the very end of the Great Depression. The book is called Night Bird Calling. It's Kathy's first split fiction. So part of it is contemporary and part of it is historical. And it's set in Appalachia in 1941. And she does a gorgeous job of really drawing out the Great Depression and what that was like, especially in Appalachia, where times weren't easy in the best of times. But then during the Great Depression, it was even harder for people to survive there. I loved Nightbird Calling by Kathy Golke. And that is one that's a Great Depression era book that's going to be coming out after the new year. And now I'm going through this really kind of fast, but there's so much good that's out there that if I want to fit all of this in, we have to keep moving along. So tied with Vietnam era and Great Depression with Civil War, I wasn't surprised that it was a little bit further down on the list. Civil War used to be hot, 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 and it's really has cooled off in the past few years. And one great Civil War author is Lynn Austin. She had a series, it's quite a bit older, but it was called Refiner's Fire. I loved it. She took the Civil War and she looked at it from different aspects and from different people's points of view, really different. And it just was so very well done. One of my favorite all-time series. Like I said, that's a little bit older one, so maybe one that you have already read. Another little bit older one that comes to my mind is Jocelyn Green and her series, Heroines Behind the Lines. This again, like I said, is a little bit older. The first book in the series was a 2013 Christie Award finalist, and that was Wedded to War. And then she had Widow of Gettysburg, which was fabulous. I loved that book, as well as Yankee in Atlanta and Spy of Richmond. Again, a little bit older but very well worth checking out for Civil War. Now, if you're looking for something new and different that you have not read yet in the Civil War era, and that would be Tamara Alexander's new series, 
the Carnton series. So she has two books out so far. I don't know if there are any more coming or not. Those are a little bit more recent releases. So if you've already read Lynn Austin and Jocelyn Green, you might want to check out Tamara Alexander and her series, the Carnton series. So that would be something I would highly recommend because you know if it's written by Tamara Alexander, it's going to be absolutely fabulous. Then I was surprised by the next one, and that is The Revolutionary War. I was really kind of shocked. I don't know of an awful lot of Christian historical fiction written during the Revolutionary War. I've read a little bit, but it's a time period that I am just beginning to explore myself. And I recently read The Tea Chest by Heidi Chivaroli. We talked about that here on the podcast, so I won't go into a lot of detail about that again. It was split fiction, but the historical part was set during the Revolutionary War, or at least just prior to it, during the time of the Boston Tea Party. And so it's that general era. Really good book. I highly recommend it. If you're looking to delve into Revolutionary War, that would be an excellent place to start. Another great author for this time period. Now, this is not necessarily Revolutionary War related, but it is in the colonial period to the 1700s, and that is Laura France. And she had a book released earlier this year called An Uncommon Woman. And that is set in 1770, so just prior to the Revolutionary War. And she has some great 17th and 18th century books out there. She knows that era, and she writes it very, very well. So if you're looking for that time era, definitely check out Laura France, because she's very good, that one too. Again, I'm sure there are others out there that I'm missing, but those are the ones that just pop in my mind when I think about Revolutionary War. And judging by the response to it, that might be something that we Christian historical fiction authors are going to have to start thinking about writing a little bit more about. Moving up, next one is biblical fiction. I have to admit that I'm not horribly familiar with all the biblical fiction that's out there right now. I don't read an awful lot of it. It's not my favorite necessarily. I've read some very poor biblical fiction, but I've also read some really fabulous biblical fiction. We haven't talked much about it here on the podcast, but I did want to just mention it because it did get a number of votes. And so I know there are a lot of listeners who do like biblical fiction. Of course, you can't think biblical fiction without thinking Francine Rivers. I think she is the best known biblical fiction author with her Mark of the Lion series. That's so very well known. Someone else who also does biblical fiction, and we've already mentioned her before, and I could have mentioned her in a couple of other categories, and that's Lynn Austin. You know that she can write anything said in any time period, and it's going to be fabulous. And I think she's the one who started changing my mind about biblical fiction and what biblical fiction could be and should be. And she had a great series called Chronicles of the Kings. And it's a five-book series, and it was so well done. She brought out some really interesting things that I didn't know before and gave me a lot of new insight into what it was like in the last days of Judah. So I really loved that series, and it made me see what biblical fiction could be. 
Another one that is just beautifully written and so lush and gorgeous is Seal of the Sand Dweller by Regina Rushing. It's the story of Joseph in Egypt, and I love all the beautiful details that she put in this book. It's amazing what she got in there and how she changed my mind about the biblical story of Joseph. I guess I had always thought of it sort of as Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, but she brought out what it really would have been like. And so I highly recommend Seal of the Sand Dweller by Regina Rushing. And my favorite biblical fiction author would have to be Barbara Britton. She does such a wonderful job of picking out small little stories, maybe things that you skim over in your Bible reading and bringing it to life. She has two series. One of them is The Tribes of Israel. So well done. I just loved it. Can't say enough good about it. But my favorite series of hers is The Daughters of Zelophehad. Hard to pronounce, but really, really good. And I would highly recommend Barbara Britton. Okay, we could keep talking about that, but we better move on. And that would be the late 1800s. Now, this used to be called the Prairie Romance Era. It's really the time period that got Christian historical fiction rolling. And the name that automatically pops into mind with this era is Jeanette Oak. This is the time period that she wrote that she wrote so very well, and that's still beloved by so many people. And I think that's what gets so many people excited and really liking this time period. I was surprised it placed as high as it did, because it has seemed to cooled off. Or that was the way I had viewed it anyway, but apparently not. So I guess it's still really popular. And I could spend all day sitting here ticking off all the different authors that have written in this time period, because there are a lot of them. I would have to say probably almost every Christian historical fiction author has written in this time period at some point in their career. So there are a lot of books out there and a lot of really good ones. I know there are plenty of ones that are older, but there are also some newer ones that are coming out. And again, I can't list them all because we'd be here till forever doing this. There are so many of them. Keep your eye out, though, because Elizabeth Camden has a new Gilded Age, and that's the late 1800s is often called the Gilded Age. She has a new book in her Gilded Age series coming out. She has a Hope and Glory series, and book three of that series, The Prince of Spies, releases early next year. And Elizabeth is going to be a guest coming up very soon here on the podcast, probably after the new year. So you'll want to keep an eye out for when that episode goes live. We'll be talking to her about that. She's a great one. There are just so many. Tracy Peterson, she has done a lot in her life. I I don't know how many books she's written. I probably couldn't count. I'm sure she doesn't even know anymore because years ago, it was 100 books. And that was years ago, and she's published a lot since then. And she has been doing a series set in Alaska called The Treasures of Nome, and she's been doing it along with Kimberly Woodhouse. So that might be a wonderful series for you to look up if you've enjoyed Tracy Peterson over the years. Tied with the late 1800s is Regency. 
And I think we are really seeing a surge in Regency right now. And there are a lot of good Regency books. We've talked about some of them on the podcast. And there are so many others and there are more coming out. Sarah Ladd recently released The Light at Windcliff. And I know we've talked about that here. She does Regency. She does Regency so very well. That was the third book in the Cornwall novels. So you might want to check out Sarah Ladd for Regency. We've also talked about Julie Clausen. And Cornwall seems to be particularly hot right now with her book, A Castaway in Cornwall. Very good. Highly recommend it. Again, we've talked about that one, so I'm not going to rehash that, but that was an excellent book. Another one that's been getting a lot of really good buzz, and unfortunately I have not had a chance to read either of the books in this series, but I really would like to at some point, and that's Erica Vetch. She has a two-book series called Serendipity and Secrets. We have not talked about that on this podcast yet, but it doesn't mean they aren't great books. They are getting such good reviews. The first one was The Lost Lieutenant, and I just remember all kinds of wonderful buzz about that one. And her most recent one in this series is The Gentleman's Spy. So another great Regency series. If you love Regency, you want to check that one out. If you're a little nervous about Regency, I have to say it wasn't a time period that I was necessarily very interested in, although I do love Jane Austen. But I started reading Sarah Ladd and Julie Clausen, and I've fallen in love with the time period. And so I'm going to pick up Erica Vetch at some point and get in with her Regency series as well. So those are some that you might want to check out with that time period. Then we come, big drum roll, to the one that blew everything else out of the water. And this really wasn't a surprise to me, and that's World War II. It is red hot right now. World War II is just sizzling. Again, this is another one of those categories that I could go on and on about all the great authors in this specific subgenre. And I'm sure I would leave some out. We've talked about Sarah Sundin. She is just outstanding. Kathy Golke usually does World War II. Her books are fabulous. Melanie Dobson, of course, does an amazing job. Amanda Barrett, Amanda Dyke. We've talked about both of them as well. So good. Such good authors. Again, like I said, I know I am forgetting Many, many, many of them. Linda Thompson is another one that comes to my mind. She has a new book coming out I'm very excited about. I know that Sarah Sundin has a new book releasing early next year. And of course, when you think World War II, you have to add Christy Cambron into that mix. And she's another one who has a new World War II book releasing early next year that is highly anticipated. I cannot wait. It sounds amazing. And she's going to be a guest on the show after the new year. So you want to listen for that interview as well. And I just want to mention Johnny Alexander as well. She is another terrific World War II author. And she is going to be part of Barber Publishing's new series that will start, I believe, in the fall or late summer or the fall. And that is Heroines of World War II. So a brand new series that's coming from Barber Publishing next year that's going to be in the World War II genre. 
And this one specifically really focuses on women and the heroic things that a lot of women did during the war. We think of the men, they're fighting on the front lines, doing all these amazing, courageous things. And we certainly should, because without them, the war would have been lost for sure. But there were a lot of women working behind the scenes and sometimes not so behind the scenes that really made a difference. I'm very much looking forward to Barber's new series, Heroines of War, and Johnny Alexander is the first one kicking off that series late this summer or early this fall. I'm not sure of exactly when that book is releasing. It's something you're going to want to be keeping your eyes peeled for, and I'm sure we'll be talking about it here on the podcast when that comes out. So that's it, folks. We've made it through all those different time periods. Were you surprised by any of it? Like I was. I certainly expected some to do a little bit better and was surprised by some that got as many votes as it did. I think in general, what we can learn from all of this is that we are so blessed because no matter what time period you like to read, there is so much good Christian fiction out there right now. You can pick anything and you know you're going to get quality from these authors. There is so much good out there and it's a wonderful time to be a reader hope that this has been helpful and informative for you. I know I haven't covered all of it. I know I haven't covered all of your favorite books. Maybe I've touched on some of them. Maybe I haven't touched on any of them. I know I've left some out and my apologies. It was not intentional. That's for sure. We could be talking about this for a long time to come yet, but I just wanted to give a brief overview of what some of your favorite time periods are. And as I said, if you want to add to the conversation, please check out Christian Historical Fiction Talk on social media. It's on Facebook and on Twitter and on Instagram. So go there, follow, and join the conversation. Thank you so much for joining me today and for listening to the podcast. Thank you to all my subscribers who have been so loyal to me. I do appreciate it. Thank you to those who are just coming here for the very first time. I hope you enjoyed yourself. I hope you'll stick around because we do have a wonderful guest coming up next time on the podcast. And that is going to be debut author Amy Lynn Green. We were just talking about the popularity of World War II and how hot it is. Amy Lynn Green is a new author but it doesn't mean she's not good because she's fabulous. And she's going to be talking about her first release, Things We Didn't Say. I know it won't be her last because she is one talented lady and you're going to want to catch that one. Also remember that if you want a little bit more information about what we talked about and some links to some of the books that we've chatted about today, stop over at christianhistoricalfiction.buzzsprout.com. And I'll have information there for you and some links for you to buy the books. It's not going to be comprehensive. It's not going to be everything that we talked about today, but you might just find something on there that you enjoy. I'd also love it if you would stop by my website, which is liztolsma.com, because I have a couple of new releases out there and I have a couple of upcoming releases that you're going to want to stay informed about. So check that out there at my website. Thank you for joining me, and I hope to see you next time.